Hello, hello. This is Topics Under the Stairs. I'm John Stairs. I'm joined by my trusty co-host slash intern. Um, as you know, with Revival Motoring, they have young Ben. I couldn't find anyone young that wanted to come hang out with me on a weeknight. So I got an old Ryan. Hello. Um, hello. So, so that's our story here. Uh, tonight we have some special guests. We have Allie from Botanic Alley and Josh. Um, we're going to hear all about their story and what they've been up to this year. Um, before we get into that, just want to give a big shout out to Revival Motoring. Uh, we're part of the Revival Motoring Network. Please check out revivalmotoring.com. We've got new podcasts coming out uh, every week, a magazine that's pretty much quarterly. There's about 10 uh, copies left of issue six that you can find now on the website. New merch, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Definitely check it out. Um, beyond that, what are we doing? I believe we're talking to some people about some plants today. But what are we doing in general? What we're doing in general is, uh, we're going to have a podcast about anything and everything. Some car stuff will come up, but it's not always going to be car stuff. Um, in general, the goal for it to not car stuff, <laughs> uh, today, today's plants, but we got some suggestions for other ideas. We're going to get into that with the questions later. But today, we're going plants. So like let's uh, dive right into the main topic, I suppose. Sure. All right, Allie, why don't you introduce yourself? So I am Allie. Um, I have started a little pop-up business uh, in selling house plants. Um, I am actually a teacher. I'm a special education teacher. Um, in East Bridgewater, and I kind of on the side have loved plants, love having plants in my home. Josh and I have bought a loft in Rhode Island, and our windows are from floor to uh, the ceiling. We have uh, 15 feet windows, nice. so it's been like the perfect place to bring plants in. And that's kind of where we started three years ago. And um, COVID hit and I'm a teacher and mm. I had nothing to do. Yep. So I kept buying more and more plants. And Josh kind of looked at me one day and was like, Allie, there's no more room for plants. <laughs> there's always more room for plants, Josh. <laughs> well, we found the room. We found it. So I decided that maybe taking my hobby and, you know, putting it into a little business to make some, like a little side hustle. Yep. And that's kind of where we started and it took off our first pop-up. We sold, I think, was it, there were, we had 74 plants sold. Wow. That's great. Almost everything. That's awesome. Which I was definitely not expecting. We were like, yeah, we'll go out there. It was during the pandemic. We were outside. Yep. Um, we put out like everyone wear masks, everyone do all these precautions. We had tons of hand sanitizer and the people that came out, it was incredible. We were like packed from start to close and basically people kept showing up and we had no plants left. Now, what month was that? That was July, the end of July. July. Okay. So people are really so people ready to get out inside to them. for a while. Oh, we're yeah. Really yeah. going to do something. So that surprised me. So I didn't realize that the pandemic almost is what kind of pushed you to do it. For sure. See, I was, I wasn't sure if it was like, you kind of had this in the back of your mind and then the pandemic totally fucked it up. But in reality, the pandemic kind of pushed you to, to find this. It did, which was super strange. Like everybody was like in this really tough time and I was like, trying to look for, you know, something that's going to make me happy. And so I was like, let's dive into this. We, um, I actually just like wrote a bunch of emails to different people, different breweries, different shops. And I was like, I know we're in a pandemic right now, but we have the outside, it's getting warmer and things are like starting to look up. Um, yeah. Just think people are complaining in the summer just wait till <laughs> right. what comes next. I know. <laughs> So we, yeah, we ended up throwing something together at 
um, Rooms and Works, which is in on Cromwell Street in Providence, where Long Live Brewery is. Okay, so I've I've heard of the place. I haven't been there. So do they they do like uh like craft things and pop ups there in general, or is this like a new thing? I think we're kind of they've done some markets like holiday markets. But okay. They brought us in and um, they were just like, you can set up right like outside and we did. And yeah, it was success. Like there were, there are people that live there, which I think is really cool because you can just like buy a plant and then walk up to their apartment. Nice. That's awesome. So you got this, the only guys selling anything, vending or yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a fair. It was just them. Yes. That's cool. Now, like you said, with the pandemic kind of pushed you to do this. In general, like houseplants have become more of a thing lately. Oh, yeah. Which is good for you in business. For sure. Um, but I feel like, you know, some people have, have mentioned things like that to me. And it's like, you know, plants aren't like a style. I think when people learn that they like plants, just because there's a wave of it now, I feel like the people that are really into it are going to stick with it because it's not like a trend. It's, you know, once you learn that you like plants and why, it, it's something you'd stick with. It's not just going to fall off. Um, you know, then it comes in with like the, the big hype plants, like everyone has to have a pink princess, a, a $400 pink princess clipping or something right now, you and know? And the albino monster. Oh, yeah. Albo. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I fall right into it. I want fucking variegated everything, <laughs> yes, you know? Yes, of course. Yeah, I want all the Swiss cheese and all the variegation, <laughs> all the giant leaves, you know? But who doesn't? <laughs> but no, that's that's cool. And the, in, in the same sense that the pandemic caused you to find the business, I, it probably caused a lot of people to get more into plants because- you're stuck in your house. You're making your house more livable. You're stuck in there looking at what you look at every day. Most definitely. A lot of customers, which was super funny, would come up and be like, I don't have any light in my house. And I, what's a plant that I could have that like doesn't need light. And I don't really need to like pay attention or like water it. <laughs> and I was like, um, it's a plant. Like we, we yeah. do need light. <laughs> Basically light and water is the only thing you need to <laughs> we do. We need photosynthesis. <laughs> yeah. Like, but so it's like so funny cause people think that they just like want to plant in the corner of their house for the styling purposes. But yeah. like, no, it's like a whole detail. Like you have to know how to care for that specific yep. plant and you have to put in the time and the effort to make it grow. And I think that's what's so like beneficial about it and what gives people like that de-stressing and yeah. everything that adds to your life. Like that I love about plants, like you need to pay attention to the detail and what each specific plant needs and yep. wants. And that first time you really see like new growth or you see those new twisty leaves coming up, oh, it's the yeah. best feeling ever. Like, all right, I'm doing something right. <laughs> so satisfying. It is. It's the best feeling. And then like, I'm like, before when I started, like I was a notoriously bad overwaterer and it's, it's easy to do. Cause you, you re like now I only water stuff like once a You're week. Like, I love you so <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. I just, you know, I do the same thing that I do with people. I just smother them. <laughs> but, but Almost. yeah, no, exactly. Like you have to step back and, you know, come up with a plan. And, uh, my plan is once a week and it, it does, it does the trick for me. But, uh, but yeah, it's funny how, how people are like that, you know. Easier uh, to do over a pandemic too. So overlove your plants. Exactly. That's all you're focusing on. We yeah, if you're not out of the house at work all day. That we're getting up, extra water and extra water sun. Water the plants. Yep, yep. Water them again. Yeah, What's exactly. the price right, water them again. <laughs> and then uh, as far as how you got into plants in general, like obviously the pandemic pushed you to do what you've done now and- you know, your loft was just a perfect place for them. Did you have like family that was into plants before or this was kind of just like an all you thing? So my mom super into decorating and plants. She started adding to like some of her style and decor. Um, she's a big orchid person. So she yep. like loves And those orchids. are hard to take care of, right? So hard. And that was kind of like scary for me. Like I- she paid lots of money for orchids. And I'm like, mom, like what if you yeah. kill that? That's like big money to kill. Cassie and I killed the black orchid. It's oh. a real bummer. It's, well, I think it's still alive, but like it was this like amazing terrarium we got. And right when it was about to bloom, the thing just shit the bed. I was so bummed out. Oh. 
Um, I'm hoping it comes back. I mean, the leaves are still nice and green, so hopefully it'll do do come back for sure. That's another thing my mom has taught me. Like she has basically like a little corner of like her orchids that have died that she's like trying to like bring back and they, she brings them back, but I think she's like magical or something. I have not had luck with orchids either. Yeah. But it's like orchids and like people say the, uh, succulents are easy and like I have bad luck with succulents too. You need such bright sun yep. and good drainage. Like that's the two big things for succulents. I feel like succulents turn a lot of people off from plants because people say they're easy or they think they're easy. And those are the first ones they get. Cause those are the ones that you see like right. in the cute little pots that when you're checking out at the grocery store oh, yeah. and then they kill them and then they're like, I suck at plants. I'm over it. But you they know? have them in like their dark corner of the yeah. desk. Like exactly. At work, and in like, their bathroom with no windows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that I just started battling that I actually should have asked you to bring me some is uh, spider mites. Oh, Ugh. the worst. The absolute worst. Worst ever. Like the fiddly fig. Spider mites just love oh, that damn yes, thing. Yes, they do. And uh, ever since then, uh, it's just been jumping around. Like I had this English ivy that I've had for like four years and that got them. I was so bummed out. I have them in my quarantine room right now. And uh, I think I handled it, but the thing's looking pretty sad. So I have, um, so we have like our big lot for there's, which is one open space. Yep. And then we have our bedroom, which has the same windows as our loft. So our bedroom is our quarantine room for our okay. plants and we have mealy bugs. Oh, uh, so yep. The worst. I haven't had that yet. Just the damn spider mites. It's actually what happens, and that's the good thing about our business and what I try to do. So when you buy from big box stores like Home Depot and Lowe's- That's where you're bringing the stuff home from, right? Yeah, you go in there and the prices are so cheap and you're like, I can't believe I just got a fiddly fig for $17.95. Yeah. But- You got a lot more than a fiddly fig, buddy. Definitely. (laughs) A couple new roommates. Yeah. You are bringing home all the pests. Yeah. Um, just like within their soil, they have so many plants, so yep. they're getting all the bugs, and mm. that's just what's happening at a big box store. Yep. Even um, a greenhouse, like yep. a great place to buy all your plants, and definitely like there's a ton of great local greenhouses, but still you're battling a huge amount of plants, which comes with a huge amount of bugs or infestations. And the quickness of the spread is unbelievable. Like I'm pretty on top of mine and I feel like two days passed and I looked at this English Ivy and it was like infested. It was bananas. I couldn't believe it. Right. So when I buy from my wholesalers, I definitely look at each plant individually and I treat them with um, my spray that's just called pest poison yep and it's just neem oil castile soap and distilled water um, okay that makes sense because i've heard of people using both of those things so yeah. why not put them together it's no secret yeah. it's just yeah. um a couple of years of trying what works best and yep. i kind of found like the different proportions to use of each and i started bottling it and just like friends started buying it and then at the pop-up i started selling it I sold out, I think of like 12 bottles at the first pop-up and the second bottle, the second pop-up, I sold 12 more bottles and then people started ordering it off Instagram. Yeah. So it's definitely everybody out there is kind of battling those bugs. And especially Mm -hmm. now when you've just brought, if you have plants outside, when you're bringing them in, that's definitely a huge issue people are finding. So Fun thing is actually the pest poison that I have created, uh, Willow and Sage magazine. Yep. Um, They have asked me to be in it. So I will be in the February edition of Willow and Sage magazine. That's rad. Is it going to be like your company in general or is it going to be a focus on the spray? Focus on the spray because they're more focused on like products and like handmade, like how did you make it? So my okay. recipe is right on there. Yep. It's no secret. It's just those three ingredients and I have the measurements all on the recipe yep. on Willow and Sage's um, little article on me. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, it'd be super cool. 
the other thing I saw, I actually saw one in person. I haven't made it to a pop-up yet. Well, I obviously will. It's coming up soon. <laughs> yes. But uh, we'll plug that later on in the episode. But um, I have some friends that live um, in Rhode Island that are also into plants. And I told them about your pop-up and they went to the last one and they got, uh, I can't remember what it was. They got something in one of the dirt bags and nice. that thing is nice. so cool. So cool. Yeah, so tell me about those. So, um, my brother is a designer. He works at Hasbro in Rhode Island. So, yep. um, he has a lot of different connections. So we got together and he was like, Allie, you love plants. You're selling plants. You gotta try to start producing something that you can put your plants in. Yep. Um, at first I was putting every single plant. Josh was there, my right hand man. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were bagging them in just like, what's that paper called, Josh? It's like parchment paper yeah. with a sticker yeah. over it. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So every single one we wrapped and we tied yep. um, with I, a ribbon. I will applaud you. Your branding is phenomenal. The consistency is great because <laughs> I'm into graphic design. So that's the stuff that I notice and people so many people don't notice those details. And when you put all that effort into it and people don't appreciate it, it's very frustrating. Yes, but it is. I do appreciate it and it's very well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So my brother is a graphic designer, so he's yep. done all my labels and um, yep. my logo and all that stuff. And he was like, we got to get something going that you can put your plants in so you're not wrapping every single plant. Yeah. So we still wrap a lot of them, but the ones that fit in are usually our four to six inch pots fit in the dirt bag. Mm -hmm. um, and the dirt bag's lined with a plastic liner. So like the water won't ruin it. And the yep. bag is actually wax. So even if the water got onto the bag, it's like that wax material. Yep. So you developed those. Yes, we did. That's awesome. Um, and then we named Dirtbag and we're trying to launch our website soon. Um, so you're going to brand Dirtbag separate from Botanic separate from Alley. Botanic okay. Alley, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's very exciting. Super exciting. Now, on the topic of that, drainage, as far as pots are concerned, what... I have tons of pots that I love that don't have drains or plates under them. And I just like cross my fingers and try to not water them too much. Is that like all you can do? I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I just have had good luck. Like some people think like, oh my God, you're so great at this. And I'm like, I'm not like, I just literally am lucky. Like I have no idea what I'm doing at all. And I have a lot of light. <laughs> so much light yep. is the key. Yep. But yes, drainage is pretty much everything. Yep. Um, but you can do a cash pot, which is that really cool pot that you find at home goods or TJ Maxx yep. or a really nice pot at an expensive plant store. I know I was just at terrain in Connecticut over the weekend. Is that the one I talked to you about? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. I got to check that out. Absolutely. Yeah, incredible. It looks rad. So incredible. Was but it antiques and stuff too? Different place. Oh, okay. That was a different place. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah. in the same day yeah. I was like shaking. It was yeah. the best day ever. That's like a major overstimulation <laughs> yes, day. Like that was. was all cool stuff. <laughs> and we got to um, eat lunch at Terrain, which is cool. It's like a cafe and a plant store. Kind of like how Briggs is set up. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yes. So um, we went to lunch first, which I highly do not recommend because I was just <laughs> sitting there yep. shaking, <laughs> wanting to go look at everything. Yep. Josh was like, you need to focus and eat your lunch. I think I had like a bite, like I couldn't. <laughs> but yes, Terrain's pots are, they're amazing, but they're like $70. So there's a huge like price difference in like, mm -hmm. you can get your pots at Home Goods, TJ Maxx, or you can get them at, you know, the hand-thrown pottery pots. But yep. um, usually you can do a cash pot, which is like you do your liner. Yep that you buy at a nursery and you're just going to make sure you're like in the right size. Yeah. Just like a plastic plant. liner. And you just yep. throw it in the nice pot and yep. it makes your space look great in that, or you can plant it in that pot. Yep. Um, I always try to plant my plants in the pot. Um, and I've found success putting a good inch or two of rock at the bottom. Oh, that's a good idea. It's so, some drainage rock. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah, where yeah, yeah. all your water is going to drain to. And I've had success with that 
a hundred percent of the time. Yep. So putting about an inch or two on the bottom of your really nice pot that might not have drainage in the bottom. Okay. Um, you really always want to have a hole in the bottom of your pot. You can always drill one if it doesn't have one. Um, but, but drilling a porcelain key. pot, it's, I know it's tough. Sounds like a real bad time it and does. I'm pretty handy. <laughs> <laughs> Piles of porcelain pieces. Yes. To the side. Yeah, exactly. Try to make your way through. I'm actually going to make a mosaic tile uh, <laughs> sculpture out of it instead. But yeah, no, that's, I was stoked on the dirt bags because uh, for, I have such a hard time finding pots. Like I find pots that I like and then I put them in my house and I don't like them. I, I end up liking just more neutral things like that. So it, it's just such a cool look. And then when I saw it in person at, at my friend's house, it, it's, it's very impressive. Very Thank cool you. design. Yeah, we're trying to do, we started with one size, just like the medium size. So yep. we can go small, we can go extra small, we can go large, we can go extra large. We just bought one size to start. That's cool. Um, And we're making them from there. That's awesome. Yeah. Now you have a like a local place producing them or? Uh, my brother has a place that he um, works with through his work that he has kind of piggybacked on to. Um, he like I said, has another company and he produces like pins and all sorts of clothing and stuff. So he knows uh, all the right spots. So I'm lucky in that sense to have him. Yeah. It seems really like a really cool setup. So um, as far as the plants themselves, are you, I mean, obviously you're selling some pretty good volume. You said like almost 70 plants at the second one. Are you selling some stuff that you've propagated yourself too? I've sold two plants that I've propagated, which were just like, for me, so exciting, but they yeah. were just like in the midst of everything else. But yep, yep two uh, actually Monstera leaves. Like, I think like I propagated three leaves that I planted in like uh, just a pot liner and nice. I've sold those. So that's exciting. But when you're in your house, it's like there's only so much room for all this. Like, I would love to propagate more, but there's yeah. only so much light to go around for everybody. <laughs> yep. I'm, I just started tinkering with that a little bit now. Um, and it's it's cool when it works, but when it doesn't, it's so annoying. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a researcher with anything. Like, I don't like reading directions. I just like, all right, I'm going to shove this in water and see if some roots come out of it and... <laughs> We're just going to send it, you know, and some things work. Like I have these, uh, what the hell are they? The, uh, the fuzzy, like the purple passion ones, like the fuzzy purple leaves. I can't think of what the hell they're called. I'll show you a picture afterwards, okay. but it's, uh, it's like these, it's like this, it's a green leaf with these like furry purple hairs on it. It's really cool. Um, those, uh, they, they take like crazy. There's one in Cassie's yoga studio. Actually, you might've seen it there. It's like right in front of her computer. But they, literally, you put them in water for a day and they just explode with roots. It's like so satisfying. But then I've had like a Monstera leaf in water for like, I've, I changed the water like every two days and it just does nothing. Uh, root powder. Try to get some of that. There. So my, my neighbor just told me about that the other day. Yeah, you can find it at like a local nursery. But if you just yeah. like, if you're propagating in water, just like dip the roots in the powder or put the powder in the water that you're propagating in. But you can also propagate in soil and it works there too, but mm. it just like speeds up the process basically. That's cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. That's the only one I really haven't had luck with that. And, uh, I'm trying to do, um, I can't even pronounce the real name. I have like a dumb cane tree that I'm trying to do a leaf of that now. And it's, it's not really doing much of anything either. Here's our food. Oh, the food's there. All right, old Ryan's going to go retrieve retrieve the food. We should be good. Um, let's see. So as far as like the, the hype with plants right now, now obviously as a business owner during this, it's great that people are into plants. On a personal level, is it like annoying to you when people are into plants or can you tell when people aren't really into plants? So like I try to not be an elitist prick about stuff. Like I get excited when people are into things I'm I, excited I about. I definitely do too. But then when people are fake into stuff when I'm into, I'm an elitist prick. So <laughs> it could really go either way. I hear you. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people out there, obviously starting on Instagram, um, you know, you're in like that little 
plant niche on Instagram where you follow like all the big guys like yep. Hilton Carter and the plant queen and yeah. all those people. And I feel like not saying them specifically, but a lot of plant Instagram people are like, I can't believe all these people are into plants. I can't wait till it's winter and they all fail. And it's just yeah. like, I get it um, because plant prices have definitely gone up and I, that's definitely due to the trend. Yeah. And that sucks for people who have been into it for years, but yep. it's also exciting to have like the thing you're passionate about and you're knowledgeable, knowledgeable about yep. and you, you know, you bring that to the table and you're like, I know all about this stuff and you like it too. And it's like all my friends have now come to me and all of them have gotten into plants. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I like it a lot when people are asking me about plant stuff or like people, friends of mine that weren't into plants are excited to talk to me about plant stuff. And, um, it's, it's definitely weird, but I like it. You know, like I had cats before and now I don't. So that's when I really was able to go crazy. Like before, like my cats would just constantly try to eat them. So, and that's right. obviously not ideal. You know, thankfully now I have stuff that's not good for dogs either, but my dogs don't give a shit about them. Luckily, Mine other than don't them over sometimes. So lucky, but yep. um, at our pop-up, you'll see on my tag, like I have a little specific card and yep. that's kind of how we really try to like promote our brand. Is that like, we're going to give you like specific instructions on the plant on you buy. On this plant. Yep. You're not going to go to Lowe's and get a little stick that says this is a tropical plant. Like you're going to get the exact name of your plant yeah. and how to care for it with, I mean, like I write out in my own handwriting, like specific details on what you need to do to care for this plant. And also I have a T on my card for toxic. Yep. Um, and, uh, other letter. I think uh, F on my or pet friendly PF, PF. on my card. Yeah, for Josh, pet you're friendly. not coming through on that one. <laughs> oh, <it's a> <laughs> so you can see um, at my pop up which plants are toxic for animals and which are pet friendly, and people have loved that because that was a lot of people. Something like, specifically that my my friends from Rhode Island that went to the last pop up, they love that because they have cats, so they have to buy very specific plants. So yes, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the only one my dogs have been messed with is uh, I have a, a croton plant that. For some reason, my female beagle just like, she doesn't eat it, but she just like rips the leaves off of it and then spits them out. So it just looks the like croton. a Charlie Brown Christmas tree now. She's pruning it. Yeah, exactly. My crotons always love to drop all their leaves. Yeah. And just that's be like, a, yep. I hate you. Yep. That's what, it literally looks like a Charlie Brown Christmas <laughs> yes. tree right now. And uh, like uh, A, it drops its leaves and B, then the beagle eats the ones that it hasn't dropped yet. So, <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really excited. So we can talk about what's, what's your next pop-up event? What's the date on that? So the next pop-up is the 14th of November. And that is at a very special ladies. Yes. Yoga <laughs> studio. Um, I'm very excited about that. Uh, Cassie is wonderful and she's invited me to come to her new space, mm -hmm. um, which she has all the goods there already. And then I'm just going to be adding to that with some greenery. Should be pretty great. Yeah. That was, uh, we, we talked about that when we were, uh, when she was getting ready to open the studio and we were super stoked on it. So I was very happy to see that it worked out yeah. as we planned. Um, we also have chatted about different things like, um, obviously when the pandemic maybe dies down a little as we can all hope for, yeah. um, we can, do some workshops. So bringing people in and either teaching them about plants or yep. doing some, um, cool like projects. Like I do, uh, the Kokidama balls, which are like the Japanese form of like art. Moss ball type of things. Like, yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a cool process, but once you learn, like it's awesome. And it's like, if you can propagate your own plants, you can make so many of those. Um, so that, that will be fun trying to yep. teach and do little like class shops. Have you done any workshops yet? I have never done a workshop. Nope. That, that'll be cool. I did one of those plant night things once, but uh, it was kind of a cop out. It was like right when like the terrarium thing was really popping off and 
It was kind of just like a half-assed fish tank with some sparkly rocks in it. I was real bummed out. <laughs> it was like a giant snifter with a glass. Yeah, I mean, like top. I had gone to like, you know, this was like kind of like right when I had first gone to see the stem. So I saw all these like beautiful oh terrariums gosh. and I'm like picturing that. And then I get there and I'm like, this is like some Cumberland Farms terrain. I'm like, what the hell is this? But, they give uh, you like plastic dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it literally, they gave us plastic dinosaurs and like- and Scuba Steve. Yeah, and like like painted hermit crab shells. I'm like, what the hell is this shit, you know? But no, that, that'll be cool if you can do some workshops. That's exciting. Yeah, I think that would be awesome to add. And since I'm a teacher, like just combining, like teaching people how to do yep. something and my love of plants would be- great thing to do. No, that's, that's awesome. And now I know you said you had talked to some, um, other businesses about doing pop-ups. So, so far you've done, um, was it called rooms? Rooms and works. Rooms and works. Yep. And then you're going to have and then uh, Cassie. Cassie's and Canton. And then I just got into the Providence flea market. So that oh, was that's very cool. exciting. Um, so it is in the, help me, Josh. Over on the wa Water Fire Art Center. Yes, um, it's a brand yep. new location for them because they're trying to go inside with the um, upcoming colder months. So That's they've good. been outside um, right near the walking bridge, but now they're going to be moving inside to this like farmers market. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of over by like where dusk is. If anybody knows where that is, love that place. <laughs> it's a great place. Never been there. Never heard of it. <laughs> Yep. It's coolest vampire bar ever. <laughs> yep. No. So my first um, pop-up at the Providence flea market will be on November 22nd. Okay, cool. November 22nd, then November 14th at Open Doors in Canton, 595 Washington Street, Canton. We'll put that and, uh, and the Providence one in the show notes as well. I don't know a hundred. So the thing with podcasts that I need to get used to is there's a time travel element. So we're recording today but we're not at the point where we're releasing tomorrow. So uh, once uh, this episode is actually on all the streaming platforms, uh, I don't know the exact date because it's the first episode, um, but I expect it to be prior to next weekend. So uh, it'll be this coming weekend in Canton. Um, beyond that, what other questions did we have here? Um, do you have anything else? specific that you wanted to plug beyond that as far as your new product and the pop-ups coming up? So um, when I'm launching my website, which will include having the dirt bags and the pest poison, yep. I will also be um, advertising like home care. A lot of people have been asking for consults with, with the pandemic. It can be done um, via like a Zoom call, mm. but- I've been asked, I think by like three or four different people at the two pop-ups that I last had. And they just want to know like, what can they do for this specific plant? So say they had a pothos and it's dying. Yep. They can like ask me questions about it. I can give them like what we can do trial and error. And it's not just like one session. It's like, how has that gone this week? What can we do next week? That's great. Um, so I, it, I'm calling it a home care consult. Yep. Um, and I'm going to be start doing that and running that either through Zoom or if I will go to people's homes with masks and being extra cautious about everything yep. going on. But um, I have a couple of appointments set up to do that. And that will be another thing that Botanic Alley will be launching. That's awesome. Now, as far as uh, the website, do you plan on eventually? Now, I, I know there's been a couple other, I'm sure you've seen them, local ones that are, uh, they're like, you know, doing pickup outside my house plant type of things. Are you going to get into that or? I don't think so. Um, yeah. I've seen a ton of that. There's one in New Bedford yeah. um, that looks awesome. And they have like a little plant trailer. Yep. Um they seem like a really cool brand. I'm just not going to do that at first. I am a teacher full time and yep. with everything going on right now, I mean, I am so busy. Oh yeah. Um, so I like to have a day that I know that that's what I'm doing. I can plan for that day. No, I think that's better. You're putting your all into it. Your hands on with it. No, I, I totally agree. I, I look at things like that. It's like, it, there's just so many opportunities for things to fall apart. Exactly. Um, so it, 
the, the whole idea of the, the pop-up thing is so cool too, because it brings this like boutique element to it. Um, it, you know, there's exclusivity, uh, you're switching locations. There's, you know, that's why I was extra excited, even like beyond, obviously I'm excited that it's at Cassie's studio at Open Doors. Uh, I, it's just awesome that you're going to be up in the Boston area for the first time. For sure. I think a lot of people are excited about that yep. since I teach in Massachusetts. Yep. Um, I know I'll have a lot of people from school coming to this one. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. It should be really cool. And hopefully, like you said, as the, uh, pandemic slows down and things start to open more, um, you know, you'll have even more opportunity for different types of businesses. Like a brewery would be awesome. Um, if you could get into something like that. Definitely. Oh, we've talked about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I bet we have Josh, you know, that's what, that's what we were talking about off air before. Um, the whole idea with this whole thing, it's like revival motoring is great and car stuff's great, but beyond cars, like there's so much to talk about. And, uh, like Ryan that's here with me is into cars. Like Ryan, sure you know, yeah. Ryan has an air cooled Volkswagen and, you know, but then Ryan and I were at a death metal concert together a few months ago and Ryan actually yeah, met, met Josh for the yeah, first time. Yeah. Ryan met Josh that was there. It's just, there's so much overlap in, in the stuff we're into, um, you know, because we have good taste. So like people that are into the <laughs> stuff we're into aren't into lame shit. It's just science. So, um, you know, since we're all into the same cool shit, we're just going to talk about a bunch of cool shit. We're going to, you know, hopefully Josh would come on again. We'll talk about cool beer stuff. You know, we're always down to come on and chat, especially yeah. about beer, beer. Music, we're all in. want to talk about metal bands. It's going to be all rad. In. Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun things that we can get into with it. Um, it, it should be pretty exciting. Um, so I did make a couple posts about, you know, topic idea suggestions, um, questions. I'll get into the questions first. Cause some of those are specific, um, to Allie. So let's, let's see what's happening there. Um, I haven't reviewed all of these, so we're just going to do this on the fly and see what happens. So I have a quick question about the bags. Are the yes. bags, what's the longevity of the bags? Like how many reuses are just kind of. Oh, unlimited. Out? They yeah. are like this wax leather they're brown um and they just they have like this plastic liner on the inside so even like that's like almost like a plastic bag so even if that ripped like i said the wax keeps the water like if water got in it it's not gonna like stain or leak through yeah i mean it's right. it's like a a permanent yeah, you fixture showed me a picture it's, before yeah. i just you know because you know it's mother. almost like a like a super heavy duty potato sack material. It's, it's yeah, like a burlap like, sack. Exactly. It's really yeah, it's, cool. It's going to last forever. Cause I, I've thrown so many plastic quote unquote pots away cause they cracked and nothing right. stays in the bottom, it yeah. cold, whatever. And the cool part about them is like, you can put a little pot in and like it can fill it out. And then you can put a six inch pot in and it will be like nice and tight right around you. It's folded down, but you can like fold it up. So sure, it's sure. like pretty tall, but it's full. Oh, down so it's still pliable style. too. I thought the yeah. fold, I thought that the fold down was just like a, a, you know, a permanent fixture of it. I didn't no, realize you that you could right unfold up. it. That's yep. cool. And like I said, we will be coming out with um, more sizes, which will be awesome. I'm really interested in getting a little bigger and yeah. seeing like, how that fits, um, like 10 inch pot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a uh, like larger tropical floor plants in a, in a, in right. a large one would be very cool. Right. Cause from a styling perspective, it's like, I like to keep around like the same neutrals. Like yep. I like, like that neutral gray and that Brown and yeah. like very much like neutral color. Yeah, no, that's the same way I am. Like every time I get a pot that I think I'm going to like, it's like, if it's not like tan or terracotta, like I don't like it. You know, I just right. try to stay with that same and then tone. And if you get too many, like you have so much going on, it just doesn't like fit the aesthetic of like yep. what people are going for. So I definitely want to try to like keep to that same brown. They do come in other colors. I can order in different colors of that cool. leather, but we're going to stay to the brown and then see like how we go from there. Yeah. Down the road, you know, introduce a second color if yeah. it still matches the tone or something. Definitely. No, I'm excited to see uh, more with that. That's, it's a pretty neat product. Um, let's see. Let's get into some plant questions we got. All right. All right. Uh, this is from MF Mad Money. Mad money. MF mad money. If you could have any plant be grown in Rhode Island, that's not 
native to Rhode Island, what would it be? Gosh. I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Any plant not native to Rhode Island. Yeah, that's a really tough one. I mean, I like all tropical plants, so it's probably I some mean, cool tropical plant. Yeah, I mean, most every tropical plant is going to be from the hotter yeah. temperatures. All the cool stuff's not from here. So Everything it would be... Dies. What are your favorites now? I mean, that's a good kind of runoff question to that. What do, what do you what are you into for plants specifically now? I love like the dark, like almost black plants. Those are um like my favorite, like the rubber tree. I just got a variegated rubber tree that's pretty. Oh, sweet. that's cool. It's called the ruby. So yep. it's um has like some pinks in it. But I mean, there's those three hundred dollar plants. I just I can't get myself on board with spending yeah. money on those plants. I mean, like I said, like the Albo, the Monstera oh, Albo, yeah, like it's unbelievable. Like yep. to have that white leaf, like incredible, yep. but I just don't know how to hop on board with spending the money on that. No, I, I like lucked out with a couple, like I have like a really cool variegated Hoya, but it's like not, I love the way it looks. It has like some fully white leaves, but it wasn't anything like big money. Like my, a cut, my cousin had one at her house that she was actually plant sitting and I just borrowed a couple leaves of it and propagated it and it worked out just great. Oh man. Um, it's actually in uh, Open Doors Yoga Studio right now. Oh boy. Yeah. It's I a, can't wait yeah, to see it. I'll have to show you um, next weekend when we're there. Um, the rock fern is amazing. Have you rock seen fern. one? I don't know about those. Um, they're at Seed to Stem. They're okay. like- you can get like a little one for like, I think like $200 at Seed to Stem. Wow. Okay. But have they have a huge one there. But one of my big splurges like from them was a cactus, uh, a pencil cactus recently. Oh, nice. Those are cool. Their whole store is absolutely magical. A rock fern. I'll have to check that Super out. Super cool. They have one there. The rock ferns are endangered. So they're definitely hmm. high priced because of that. I think I know which one you're talking about. Um, it almost looks like, um, like, Kind of like Christmas tree like. Okay. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Those are neat. And then I like the foxtail ferns too. Those are cool. They are. Um, Josh, do you have any favorites lately? Uh, I'm a cactus man. You're um, a cactus guy. I am. Yes. Okay. We have one cactus that we bought forever ago and we've watched it grow. Like It was like the size of this beer can wow. and now it's like. It's probably almost as tall as I am. Wow. Really? It's, it's thriving. And That's place, wild. So. Huh. See, I've had bad luck. I, I, I have like a couple little ones that like I don't kill, but they're not like getting big. Um, we have that, and we just got a fishbone cactus, which is really cool. It has huh. like different like jagged edges on it. That's um, cool. I haven't seen one of those either. I'll have to check that out. We'll have to Google some pictures after we're done recording. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, let's see. What do we have next? Uh, how do I make my girlfriend love plants as uh, love me as much as her plants? Josh, Josh? I'm going to step in on this one. Yeah. You're always going to play second fiddle to the plants at this point. If she's into plants, even a little bit, yep. her love for plants is only going to expand more. So, yeah. You hear that, Tony? That's our friend, uh, <laughs> dead broke and but ugly. That's our, our buddy, Tony. Back to the welder, Black, Tony. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Black magic metal works. Give them a shout out. Cool. Um, so you're always going to be second. Fair enough. Uh, biggest single mistake for people caring for plants. That's from dog pizza. I would say dog pizza that it would be overwatering. That Every, was my mistake. We have a guilty person in the room <laughs> Same here. here. Um, pick a day. Pick like one day that you're going to spend with your plants and make that the day that you're going to do that. If you take that one time out of your schedule and just know that like this is the day I'm going to spend, um, you won't overwater and you'll know like I didn't water last week, so maybe this week I should water my snake plant that might not need uh, weekly watering. So I think that's my biggest advice is just like stick to a schedule. I mean, I have probably over a hundred plants in my place Ugh. and it's just <laughs> so like much watering. 
It probably so takes me about four and a half hours to care for all my plants, but I do it every Sunday and like, yep. that's my jam. Like Josh bartends. So like, that's my day to spend with the plants. And yep. I know like who I watered that week and who I need to water the next week. And then like, obviously the past summer months and spring months, like it was like fertilizing and like who I need to fertilize. Like I do that every two weeks. So just keeping on a schedule is huge for plants. Mm, fertilizer. We're going to have to talk about that off air. I haven't gone down that road yet. All right. Yeah. We've yeah. had to FaceTime a couple times when uh, someone wasn't home on Sundays. Oh. And somebody else had to take care of the plants. So we spent a yeah. couple long FaceTime calls on. I bet. Which plants need which amounts of water. Yep. I yeah. see lots of uh, forehead sweat. And what do you mean that one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's scary. <laughs> he did good. I had no. Congratulations. No, that's good. I'm no going to knock on wood. He's a, he's a very good boy. He is a I'll good boy. I'll give you that. You found a good one. Beginner's luck. <laughs> yep. Now, the one I'm afraid of screwing up so bad right now, it wasn't even like that big of a splurge, but like I really wanted like a big, uh, like a yucca. And I got, um, I got one that's like, it's like a six footer from, from Briggs and it's awesome, but I'm just so afraid of killing it. And like every time I get one little brown leaf on it, I'm like freaking out and ugh, it's so stressful. Because you Google it, right? And it's like, yeah, a, it's like, a, well, you, you're, you're basically dead. You might as well just <laughs> jump off a cliff. You're you like, I think you might be overwatering or underwatering. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're either well, overwatering, underwatering, or it? you don't have enough light or you have too much light. It's one of those. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Yeah. And I'm just like combing the leaves for spider mites. I haven't found any mites on any of any of those. I have three, three yuccas and, and I haven't found mites on any of those. It seems like they don't like those. Our one yucca is in the bedroom, the quarantine room with uh, uh, mealybugs. Uh, that's annoying. Yep. Big time. My my uh, majesty palm is is in there right now. That one that one got the mites too. Pain in the ass. Let's see. Do we have? But any did other? you get majesty palm from Home Depot or Lowe's? Oh yeah, I got uh, I got big For box sure. store majesty palm. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that one. Um, actually came from a relative, but I know for a fact that that's where it came from. Yeah. I get a lot of abandoned plants from people, which is fine. Um, I don't mind like saving them when they're right. You know. Because you're just like going to give it your all. And if it doesn't work out, like, yeah, I tried. Yep, exactly. Uh, I got my mom's bamboo thing. That's actually thriving at my house. I've propagated that a couple times. It's exciting. That's another one. You like, you stick it in water and it just explodes so fast. It's, it's a very rewarding one. So your love of indoor plants, do you do any outside gardening? Have any outside passions or is it just the, uh, I wish plants? I'm like waiting for the day that we have a yard. Um, at my loft, we do not have any outdoor space which is might be a good thing for right now, but <laughs> when did Absolutely. you get a backhoe? <laughs> yeah. See, I haven't got, I, I, I have outdoor space, but I was just like so overwhelmed by the indoor stuff. I didn't really get into it. Like I have like, you know, a couple like nice, um, you know, flowering plants outside, but they're just things that come up every year and I don't really have to do much with them. And I've got like a really nice rose bush and uh, a couple herbs. Yeah. A couple azaleas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I'm just, you know, kind of running with that and it, and it, and they do their thing and it works. But, uh, I was actually just talking, we're t Cassie and I were talking about it. She's really good with gardening. Um, and I've never had like a vegetable garden, so I really want to try that. So we were figuring out where to put that and stuff. So that's exciting. Super exciting. Vegetable so I, gardens are fun. Yeah. I have some neighbors that do that and then we get, you know, 200 cucumbers in July. <laughs> I like to, uh, yeah, exactly. we didn't really have to. Think about the salads and get them. Well, that's when you got to make fast. the pickles. Exactly. Yeah. See, I like homemade <laughs> pickles. Nick and Rachel have to supply. Yeah, exactly. Nick and Rachel, shout out to them. They make the best pickles. Kyle and Steph make also the best pickles. So Yeah, but they have the jalapenos. They're always throwing some crazy heat in there. That's, what, that's the good now stuff. I'll take yeah, a little heat. Yeah, the heat's the good stuff. I'll take a little heat, but you know. Yeah, like, I still got to try their hot sauce. I'm really stoked to try their hot yeah. sauce. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, you can just melt my face off. I, I'm ready for it. You're into that too, Josh? I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in on the hot sauce. Yeah, the spicy stuff's good. Yeah, our so friends Kyle and Steph. Chili garden yeah. at that new uh, They grew so <laughs> many different kinds of peppers and they made their own hot sauces here, like three different, you know, temperature variances and stuff. It, it should be pretty cool. I'm excited to try it. That sounds amazing. 
All right. Let's see. Here's a good Josh question. Um, I mean, everybody can chip in, but uh, what bands are we listening to these days? Ooh, these days, uh, a band called Nothing just released their album, The Great Nothing. I've been, uh, mm. or The Great Dismal is the name of the album. I've been listening to that. Yep. And um, more on the metal side of things, if we're into metal, a band called Undeath. Mm-hmm. Released lesions on Death Rochester. Time. Yes, it's yep. good very, one. Very, very heavy stuff. If you like the riffs, yep, it's good stuff. Cool. I got to check out that on Death record. I haven't listened to it yet. It's so good. My vinyl came in last week. I can't stop listening to it. Nice. Yeah, I haven't gone down the road to the vinyl yet. I really got to do it. Um, it's an expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a slippery slope once you. Yeah. Once you put that first one on there, that's it. It's it, going to be. Uh, they're like plants. They're very <laughs> addicting. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. And when I do something, I I really go all in with it. So, like I I big into like the smart speaker stuff. So I need to like figure out how to make it integrate with all like my Sonos nerd stuff and Alexa stuff. See, I've kept it all old school. I have all the old analog equipment. We got the old cassette deck into the receiver. We got the record player into the receiver. So I should do that. I do like that hardcore metal bands have been coming out with cassette tapes again though, because a lot of car, well, not every car I own actually came with a factory cassette tape player, which is fantastic. I'm all in on the cassettes too. I have a big cassette collection. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. There might be some duplicates of some records in there, but that's all right. I have no problem with that. We don't tell multiple about platforms. Those. There's nothing no. wrong with it. Nothing at all. I'm sure she has no multiples of plants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure not. <laughs> when me and Josh like something, we fucking love it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, you got to be passionate about shit. She sneaks plants into the house. I sneak vinyls and cassettes. Yep. No, that's cool. I like that. And it's good to be into a lot of different things, you know, cause I like, I don't, I don't want to be great at anything. I just want to be like pretty good at a lot of shit. And I, I'm, I'm pretty fine with that. Um, TDs, he's a, TDs. he's a regular Shout customer over on the revival motoring podcast. Um, he said, what is a leaf? I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and, uh, I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but we're going to move on. Um, Kyle, uh, Kyle Belcher, uh, said, can we have a three man intern battle Royale? Um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, I'm going to win. Old Ryan is definitely going to win an intern battle, <laughs> um, compared to young Ben. Cause least. I cheat. We don't know. Actually. Well, I don't know who, 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 uh, the, the third intern is going to be, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see that's, you know, the future of revival motorings, uh, network here. So I was going to say, are we, uh, are we letting cats out of the bag that aren't out of the bag yet or no, I mean, no. there's, you know, there's, you know, m- more shows happening, but. We don't know any details. We're going to find out when we find out, I guess. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? So as far as topic ideas, we, we threw out something about different topic ideas. Uh, I'm just going to skim through a few of these, just mostly so if people have additional ideas or people they think we should interview. Um, I know we're, we're pretty much open to anything at, at this point. You know, DIY stuff. Um, you know, music stuff. We've got, you know, just, you know, we don't want to give too much away here, but we've got a furniture builder lined up, uh, someone who's into, you know, CNC stuff. Ooh. Uh, we've got a chef lined up. We've got some, some music stuff coming arts up. So entertainment, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Arts, design stuff, any, anything really, you know, career stuff. But, you know, here's some of the few ideas people did, you know, uh, write in with, uh, aliens, ghosts, and why pizza is better the next day. Uh, that's from Kyle Crowbath. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Babo um, intrigued with other people's career choices and how they get there. That's a cool one. Um, I actually had I feel like these days it's definitely more of a zigzag than a straight line. So. Yeah, I actually had three separate replies, all for like jobs and career stuff, which is cool. I mean, I get it. I mean, the job that that I'm in, you know, I I have a degree in one thing and I work in a completely different field, so same it's same here. Same. I think a lot of people are in that boat. Yeah. So now, what do you do for work, Josh? Uh, I work IT in the school district that okay. uh, Botanic Alley teaches in. So okay, cool. Uh, but my degree is in math. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So. Well, that seems like a terrible idea to go to school for math. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I guess there's math on IT probably, right? It's like a bunch of like number. I've seen the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of crossover, I guess. Yeah. So like, I I have a degree in graphic design, which is an, a horrendous idea. Um, I like to do it, but it was just like the year that I graduated, basically everybody was like, oh, I'm going to go to school for graphic design. So it was a very oversaturated field at the time. And, uh, I was like 
fucking off working at a tattoo shop when I graduated. And it was way more fun to just stay there instead of like, look for real sure. jobs for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, We're not getting caught up in the details. Watch your, here. watch your mouth, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So what are the, so typography came up as a topic, um, that was from TDs. So we'll definitely talk about some graphic design stuff. There's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different things to go over there. Um, avocados. I mean, why not? Coffee. Let's talk coffee. Sometime. Oh, I'm, I'm into talk, talk about coffee. Uh, Cassie and I just got an espresso machine. Ooh, it is awesome. Jealous of that. Yeah. You just yeah. got the eyes there, buddy. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. You better be getting one coffee machine. There might be some coffee news in the works in the near future. Okay. Coffee company coming out. But no. Yeah. We're, uh, we're working on some coffee stuff over here. Nothing, nothing official yet that I'm ready to speak on, but okay. We can maybe set up a later date and talk. Yeah. About we should definitely set up a later date for that. That'd be Absolutely. rad. That's very exciting. Yeah. I'm going to need some coffee beans. For sure. We'll have to sip some coffee and uh, yeah. to chat. And- we have yep. to do this one in the morning so we can sleep. <laughs> some coffee. Uh, and then we can talk about like coffee stout afterwards. Oh yeah. You just go right into coffee beer in the afternoon. Yep. Some, some nitro coffee stout, some something, coffee something with, light for the mid afternoon. Yep. Yep. Um, dogs, hound dogs specifically from, from Paul McGrath. I'm so in for that. I love hound dogs. Um, all the hound breeds dogs in general. Uh, Tobias's lawn was a suggestion. Is it from Tobias? Nope. Nope. That was from, <laughs> what our, do I do that here? was from our pal Scott, uh, Toby is uh, my friend that went to the pop-up, actually, him and his wife, uh, Danielle. You may remember him. He had a, he has a, a very large mustache. It's a very impressive I mustache. hundred percent remember who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're rad people. Uh, but he has the most incredible lawn I've ever seen. And he actually let me borrow, uh, after I did some renovations at my house, he let me borrow uh, the lawn Bible that he has. And it's a great book. It's written by... Um, one of the groundskeepers for Fenway park. Oh, wow. And it is when you guys like have a lawn space, you, I highly recommend this book. Um, you'll like it. You know, you can really, really nerd out with this stuff. When we have an outdoor space, we'll be getting back to you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Toby's the guy as far as lawn stuff. Um, some, some asshole named Josh wrote cars, riffs, plants, and beers. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. But I'm into all those things. Me too. Yeah. So. yeah. It's really weird how that happened. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I think everybody gets the idea of what we're going for here. We're just, you know, talking about cool stuff we're into. Uh, we don't want to put uh, the topics into any boxes here. Uh, just under the stairs. Open to anything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the plan. Um, like I said, we've got a, a, a few other things lined up. Um, next week we're going to have a furniture builder on. There'll probably be some beer talk on that episode as well. Um, once again, please check out revivalmotoring.com, um, revival motoring on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're also, uh, starting a social media page for our podcast here, topics under the stairs. Uh, please check that out. Give us a follow, uh, like subscribe, leave comments. The more interaction, the better. Um, if you have any questions, topic ideas, people you think we should interview, if you want to tell me that this sucked, you know, here I am, I'm ready to take it. Old Ryan answers those. Yeah. We'll have old Ryan answer all those questions. And, uh, I think that's going to cover it for the night. And you guys have anything else you want to get out there? You guys want to hear about other than plants and coffee? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, beer and metal. That's what was so cool about having them on for the first episode, because when we talked about this show in general, the joke was like, oh yeah, John's just going to have like a plant podcast. So I was like, we have to have the first episode with Ali on because I want the first episode to be a plant episode. Love it. So so that, happy to be here. It worked out good. I'm very happy you were able to be uh, our first guest and it worked out good because, you know, you guys are into cool music and cool beer and like I said, I mean, just cool shit. Cool lifestyle. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, it's just going to be a podcast about cool shit. So I hope everyone... Uh, digs it and uh, checks it out again next week. Thanks for coming by and uh, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Thanks guys. <laughs>